Hello, and welcome to another episode of What's Kraken, a 3XR podcast on 3XR Radio. This is a generic introduction when I can't be bothered to make a unique one for the episode. And if you have a problem with that, I have three words for you. Run those tiles. Okay, so questions we had in for Brandon. I'll just go, I'll go from the top. Uh, from the repainter, repainter, a, a big project you wish you could do, artist, 3D, clothing, artist, do you want to collab with? I read that a bit shit, but hopefully it came across. Before you, before you <laughs> answer that, the repainter is brilliant wish. in terms of customs. That, yeah, that, lovely, yeah man. Man. Love, lovely guy. Lovely guy customs you know he doesn't post hundreds but every time he posts something it is awesome so if you don't know him go check him out you'll learn something another guy is great with giving advice as well yeah really good really good customizer great question so any projects that i'd like to work on or any artists that i'd like to work with so i'm yeah. open to working with anyone really like i i'd love like recently now we've just started a project me and uh luca so tava 89 and yeah we don't want to say what it is yet, but I can't wait to like just working with him has been great. And we've just been like um, bouncing off each other and we've just gotten each other so motivated. And yeah, I just, we've de- we've got, it's basically a set and I don't want to say who it is and I don't want to say what attire it's from, but yeah, um, that's mm. one project I've been working on. So it's interesting you say this because something I've wanted to do with a customizer is a tag team project. Yeah where you do half of the team and then someone takes a picture of it. I think they're very interesting because it's interesting because you can get two people's styles that are, can be very um, different or very complementary of each other and you almost yeah. have to work alongside. So I'm very interested to see as far ah. as another, like another on, guy. Like uh, on, I don't know if you've watched on MasterChef where they have like, they they both make the same dish, but one's on the other side and they can just talk to each other, but they can't see what the other one's doing and they have to try and make it the same. Or the other thing is, I think uh, I think it was Craig and Turbo. They they uh, did did a two dudes with attitude set. One of them made the diesel, and one of them made the HBK, and uh, things like that. I think they're they're just fun, right? Yes, yeah, that's 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 what me and Luca try to do. Like we try to make it, you know, fun, enjoyable, and it's like tick something off my checklist on like what to do. So working with a color you know a customizer and you know just making this set and we've kind of so we've both worked on both of the figures mm-hmm. so you know it goes back to like how, how, how does that how does that work do you mean is he, he's so in, he's in italy sending, right he's in italy okay. yeah where i'm in like in england i've just we've just been like sending parts to each other so okay spending quite a bit of postage money <laughs> Could you imagine if one of those parts got lost? Like, is oh that my god, gonna, yeah. You got the whole figure going, and then like you spent. Like, well, that's why. That's why it's tracked. Do you know what I mean? Because I can't afford to don't, lose it. Don't be <laughs> shit, mate. That can be tracked <laughs> no, 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 straight no, no, into no. that seat. <laughs> Everything's tracked in America. Still, still goes. Yeah. 
and he always talks about the Italian postal service is no good and make sure it's sent as a gift because they're going to send me a massive like tax bill. So I'm like, don't worry, mate. The queen does the same thing over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Um, next question from Cowboy Texas 19. This kind of follows on from that really. It just says any new customs on the way? I guess if you can't speak about that, if there's, you know, some other stuff that you're doing. So I think there's one of you boys asking me the other day, like what I've got, I think it was Callum actually, what I've got work, I'm working on. But where I've just recently finished that Bron Breaker head scan, I want to finish the whole custom. So I got in the entrance grate, Kurt Angle, because I thought that would work. And obviously, you know, really got the legs, the boots, the singlet, but I want to kind of re-sculpt the abdomen area. So I'm going to take the abdomen off maybe like a triple H or something and just sculpt it. Cause if you look at his, his uh, singlet, it doesn't go as low as, as his pecs. It goes like down to his abs. It does, it's it like the karma singlet, like his old man would wear the, the longer yeah. one, isn't it? So it's yeah. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a Rick Steiner fan, it's the, they're, they're a lot lower and thinner. Rather yeah. Than, uh, it goes quite low, doesn't it? It's sort of like to his belly button, really. So that's, yeah, that's kind of interesting because I've, I've had, we, I've, I think I must have spoke to you about this as well, Callum, but like, I find, I find that one weird because his tits are strange, just a bit of a weird shape. But then with like angle and stuff, that, that singlet body annoys me because it's just too like, it's just too ripped, isn't it, up here? There needs yeah, to be like something in between. We, we were speaking about it because we spoke about the R3 Kurt Angle picture I put up on my page where yeah, the singlet yeah, actually yeah. looks more like a human's torso rather than a man who's at 2% body fat. Been, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, dehydrated. Like, because obviously these guys <laughs> were big, but not many of them were like Mr. Universe ripped like say Triple H was at part of his no, career. They, if, if they were wrestling like that, they'd, they'd pull a muscle immediately, I think, or get get, uh, get cramp everywhere. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Singlet uh, cramp. <laughs> uh, uh, same same guy. Uh, Cowboy Texas nineteen. Uh, who do you want to see Roman have have new or revisit old feuds with? Um. Well, obviously now we've got a uh, Roman versus Brock coming up. That was a wicked storyline. Like I, I loved that I, as much as I didn't like the WrestleMania match. I thought it could have been better. And then there was that yeah. talk about, was he injured? I think he injured his shoulder during the match or something. I'm not sure if that was a work or a shoot or whatever. But um, I think I'd like Roman to go against Cena again, sort of like what we got last year. You know, I'd like to see that. I think uh, Cena's just on another level, isn't he? Like John Cena's just so epic, man. I'm such a fan of John Cena. Why yeah. not give Bobby Lashley a shot at Roman? Yeah, like because that, he, that to me would have been in, more intriguing than seeing Brock Roman again, you know? I, I, like I think more... I think doing doing Brock again is a bit but it's probably because of Cody's injury, I guess. But uh Yeah, that's I, it. Sorry. That's yeah, but exactly. why yeah. why go over new old ground though? This is what I'm saying. That you know, Riddle, for example, had a great match with Reigns. Why not really good. continue really that good. forward? And and you know they didn't have to necessarily put the title, but they could have made some stipulation where if he managed to get through the Usos and beat this, that he'd consider. You know what, what? You know what I mean? Do you know what? Go, I think I agree with that one as well. So 
Yeah, I'm sort of going down like the old, what I've already seen. But so I'm not thinking of Cody because I know he's injured. Riddle, I just thought to myself like, right, well, I don't want to spoil it or anything, but, you know, he's not going to get to that stage in, you know, of the results of the match. So I'm just, but yeah, going back to what I would like, I wouldn't mind a Riddle and Roman. I wouldn't mind um, Cody and Roman because I'd love to see Cody get the title, you know, coming over from AEW and then like, putting himself at the top of that level in WWE, that would be epic to see and win a belt. Yeah. I think, uh, I think for that to, to mean more, it kind of has to be drawn out a little longer anyway. Um, Mm. I don't think, I don't think they would do it with Bobby just because he can't really compete on the mic. I don't think for that level, that's what Mm. I think. Um, I guess I, I could, if Seth. I was literally going to say no one to Seth and, and you, on this yeah. Seth's always beaten Roman right has Roman ever beaten Seth and you want a storyline to kind of build a bridge till Cody can get back just build that back into it have Seth constantly have Roman Reigns' number again and even beat him in a non-title match so puts yeah. Reigns beats him and you've filled in a couple of months and I think his uh, his gimmick at the moment doesn't really work with it so someone's going to have to someone will have to turn but didn't he face Roman uh, Roman Ogo Seth and he wore like the the shield attire and that like, sort of like played that joke on him? Wasn't that Roman versus Seth? Yeah. And what happened there? Uh, that... he came out of the crowd, didn't he? Because yeah, I, I thought he was going to I thought he was going to turn at that point to face. Um, yeah. But he still he still, he was still the heel and I think Roman I think Roman beat him. Man. I think Roman Did like he? Yeah, I think they that the, maybe the referee called the match or he tapped out something like that. Yeah. I, I yeah, I can't remember the details of that, but I remember thinking that was that was super sweet when it when it happened. Um Oh wait, so hang on. I've just mm. seen a stat. He Seth Rollins has beaten Roman Reigns nineteen of the thirty times they have competed. So he's not oh. undefeated, but I think it, when he says he's had his number, it means he's obviously beat him more times than he's lost oh, to okay. him at least. So you know, there's still uh, an interesting feud, I think, to be held yeah. there. And I think we that you know um you know their money in the bank results, don't you? At this point, mm-hmm. uh, so I think because they're pushing theory so much that he yeah. won that, so he's probably. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. I feel like the way I see I feel... it. Is be- well, I think because they're making him so kind of hated, maybe there's maybe there's a way they're trying to turn Roman face. By making him so hated, I don't know whether there's something in that. That was kind of what I thought, but or I don't think Roman Reigns is hanging about much longer. You think how much is he really wrestling on pay per views these days? Do you know what I mean? It's the it's. I think the experiment has. You know, don't get me wrong. Roman Reigns is good. I've really enjoyed the character. I think he's a lot better than he's ever been. But in the same yeah. situation, people were ragging on Brock Lesnar. I I don't understand why you've got a title in a made up environment it's not like these guys need three months off before a fight to to train and stuff like that you are holding the biggest most big prize in this business and you're not defending it as the top of the line and i feel as a fan slightly robbed when i watch a pay-per-view and you don't see the world title yeah, no, i don't mind the title isn't on the line i get that i get that yeah you know, i think i think like you're saying i think maybe roman will come off those belts and possibly to theory and some point they have to kind of bring the rock back so i'd love to see the rock and roman at mania 
but that doesn't need a title on it. No, that's what I'm not saying. That doesn't on it. exactly. That doesn't need a title, and in that way, it kind of if at least Theory wins one belt, he can go off against someone else, like Brock, for example, and then Brock can elevate Austin Theory to another level. You know, yeah, and, and then well, unless Roman unless they uh, unless he cashed it in during their match. Yeah, because you can't, uh, you can't, it. you can't have the Rock win the belt because then he's yeah, because that means he safe for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't that's know. It's interesting. Yeah, um, definitely. Love to see what happens. And there's, we always make up these these storylines in our head, right? We always like wander off and think, what if this happens? And yeah, I love them. Yeah, and I think the thing they teased yesterday seems like there's an there's an edge return of some sort. Maybe there's a flip. On his character, did you see that little like? That. No. There's like a little uh, uh, promo thing that shows. I think people thought it was Bray originally because it's quite dark, but it kind of it's kind of um, it shows things to do with Edge's past. So like, uh, it's got like a Kurt Hang- Angle medal in there, Hardy Boys uh, arm sleeves, uh, mm. some Bubba Ray glasses. Uh, it's like a it was like a cross for Christian or something. So I think it's just, yeah. just give me brood edge that they gave at SummerSlam or whenever it was. Yeah. Just give me that back. That is all I want. I like this. Yeah. Nostalgia. I think that might <laughs> be what they're going to do, but we'll see. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, Too sweet custom says, how does he do the fade on hair and the facial hair for his Kenny Omega? Okay. So I think for Kenny, I've never. I don't think I've done a fade on Kenny like, for his hair. So, oh no! I think he. I think that's, he's talking about the fade on the hair for. Oh mate, was he? Was that for the fade on the hair being? I, I would have taken that as two separate. How do you do the fade on the, for example, on the fade, and then how yeah. do you do the beard on your Kenny Omega? For yeah, example? yeah. So yeah. I, I would I have taken it as one and two. Okay, well, I haven't done a fade on the hair for Kenny. I have done a fade for like Bron Breaker, for example. So I'll say that and then I'll get into how I've done the beard for Kenny. So yeah. for Bron Breaker, what I tend to do is I like, I paint her whole head first and then I leave the hair last. Just because when I'm holding the figures, I'm holding it by the head and my index finger is always on the top of the head. So I don't want to like paint the hair first and smudge it. So I will paint the hair and then I'll sort of like dry brush the side to fade it in. So I'll use like a skin tone color because obviously where, if you're getting a fade, the side of your hair is basically like zero point, it's 0.5. So it is like skin color and it's to the grain. So I will like use skin, skin tone, like kiss left on a brush, but I wouldn't use like a, a long thin brush. I'll use something a bit more worn out and then I'll just constantly put it in the pot rub it on a bit of tissue, dry, and then just dry brush the actual, the hair that's on the, the color of the hair, like the brown, I'll blend it into that. So as you can see here, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't see this, but I will like dry brush the dark bit, just like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brush and kind of just blend just it in top. with skin tone, just on the sides and all the way around. Yeah. Uh, I hope that helps. Maybe I should make a video on it well, or some. Yeah, something. I mean, I, I, I've been asked that as well because I've done it. So the way with with mine, I guess it's it's inverting the way you would shave one. So you're kind of going dry brush, like paint the top in, and then yeah. dry brush around the edges with it getting yeah. lighter and lighter towards the bottom. It doesn't That's matter it. if that goes all over his ears or his face, whatever. 
And then yeah. I use the skin to just do that, you know, that perfect, perfect line yeah, around perfect, it. Yeah, the shape up and the, the yeah. line up side and, and the if front. It's, if it's too dark anywhere, I'll just dry brush the skin tone back over it. Exactly. Right. That's the thing yeah. I love doing. Like I love cutting back in with the flesh skin. Like yeah. the skin it's like it's always your like backup. So if you mess it up, say you can always like put more brown on and then you can just go over it with the skin tone and just kind of blend it in again. Yeah. It's really satisfying with those haircuts as well. Cause when you can just cut that kind of shape in, it's yeah. just yeah, it's sweet. You can see yeah. you can see the shape up. And then for the beard. So for the beard, I don't paint the beards unless it's like an actual sculpt. You use, use pencils. Yeah, I use pencils. Damn, there's there's my uh, other little <laughs> nugget. Is there? Same, so <laughs> I, do you do the same for eyebrow, eyebrows, Brandon? So I've been experimenting with eyebrows, but I'll get onto eyebrows in, after I, I'll explain how I do the, the beard first and I'll explain the eyebrows. So with the, the beard, if it's like a stubble, I'll just use like pencils and I'll just do like little dibbles of like lines mm-hmm. obviously making sure my pencil's sharp not going in too strong because obviously you need to get into areas and you don't want to like go onto the lip and you know go onto other parts of the face and mark that with a pencil so yeah I just use a brown pencil or whatever the color of the beard is for eyebrows I use sometimes I use pencils but I also do that technique like I was saying earlier with the shadows of the red in the eye I'll get like a brown pencil and dip the, the brush in the water, rub it off the lead, and then go back onto the, the eyebrows and just kind of like give it a little dark tint. Or the more the more water you put and the more you rub onto the lead, the thicker it gets. So it almost is like paint. Mm-hmm. And then you can like do little lines. But the thing is with pencil, it runs out quite easily and quickly when you apply it. It's not as consistent as paint. It's not as like, it doesn't hold onto the brush as much as paint. Are you talking about are these coloured pencils, yeah? Yeah, uh, just like standard colour pencils. Like mine are from like Morrison's, so it's like equivalent to like probably Walmart or Target. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. any coloured pencils. So yeah, they they work pretty well. And that's just once again experimenting and just finding different ways and what works for me. That's uh, that's pretty much the way it works for me, I guess. Yeah, that's interesting with the I I've not tried doing a coloured pencil for an eyebrow. Uh, no one ever talks about the eyebrows, I don't think. So I was going to oh, bring that up. But... No one does, and, and they are just as hard as the eyes. Eyebrows are terrible. I hate eyebrows doing eyebrows. And you can't. I would not recommend just using paint, like just drawing a line, because no one's eyebrows are like that. Like we have, yeah, it looks like a woman's sort of, uh, you know, threaded eyebrow. If you do it too perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, so... exactly. It looks, it looks very, it looks threaded. It looks like makeup. It doesn't look like a natural eyebrow. So, yeah, and where you've got the different consistency of, like, the the pencil, you know, you can apply harder on areas. And, if yeah, it's just basically studying studying pictures, yeah. studying own, looking at your reflection, like, all right, I'm at the desk, let me run to the mirror, check my eyes, let me come back. You know, just like you're passing back and forth. Well, yeah, and if, you, if you're trying to do a likeness of somebody, the positioning of their eyebrows are, like, so important. Like, if, if it's too close in the middle, it won't look like who it's supposed to look like. Um, and, yeah, so, like, so what I'll do is I'll I'll often sort of small kind of dry brush like a bit on. Then I might do a darker bit in the middle and then I might clean up around the edges with some skin just so, so you it feels like a little a, bit more. Do you do it like a guide? So you like guide yourself in the shape when you do the first. Yeah. Layer. Like if, if I do, if I do a bit of a dry brush, cause then, cause then when I do if really light, 
And then mm. when I go over with the middle bit, then you get like sort of debris it's around the edges. So it's, yeah. yeah, but then it looks less precise. So you'll get yeah. like a like a lighter brown, for example. So it looks a bit more fluffy, like a you know, a, a man's eyebrow. Yeah. Exactly that. That's, that's sort of the same thing I do, really. Just let in different layers and yeah, just build it up. Uh so uh AJ's wrestling figs says uh Best places to acquire fodder for customs not named Macari or eBay. I mean, I, I'd well, say I'd imagine other than buying them new, what else are you going to do? But oh, hang on, we sorry. talk about this. <laughs> yeah, I text you, message. Sorry to jump in on Brandon's question time. No, go for it. Go for it. I messaged you yesterday, Adam, didn't I? And said I got a couple of good bargains at a car boot sale now. Yeah, uh, you didn't actually answer me with what they were. No, because I wanted. I thought we were speaking today, right? I didn't want to spoil the surprise. So <laughs> uh, there's two, two, two things you can go for car boots, right? Car boots are what you call them over in the US, flea markets, right? You, I could have picked up some leech yesterday for a couple of quid some basics for arms mm-hmm. and stuff like that obviously you can't be too specific of what you're going for when you go to a car boot or flea market but you can generally find bits and pieces for pretty cheap now i picked up two things for my collection like i could have picked up a couple more bits but i was quite happy with the two items i got now the first one i got and obviously they needed a bit of a wash when they come home they weren't in the best but i mean they were two pounds each so like i was happy was the deluxe aggression sandman figure which I was very yeah, happy nice. out of. I have an ECW collection. How much, much was that? That was two pounds. And from oh, the right. same, from Whip the same, the head. exactly from the same seller. Now this is a continuation of last week. Now, as we know, I've been doing an R3 collection and uh, some of them are easy to find. Others are not. And in the same bucket hiding underneath a Sandman was a figure I've been looking for, which I'm quite happy for, to have found wasn't expensive by any way shape or form but it's the r3 tajiri figure so for four pounds i got two figures that if you wanted them for parts you could use them for parts but i'm actually very happy to have them in my collection and that didn't it wasn't like i bought things for the sake of buying them at car boot there was a couple of figures there i picked up i could have these these are two figures that I'm genuinely happy to have in my collection so that is why adam this wasn't just any kind of oh i picked up a old school I don't know, Chris Jericho figure. These are two, which I was very yeah, happy. Yeah, that's to great. Find. Okay. Do you, uh, do, was the person selling them? Do they know what they are? Or they just No, like this is the thing. So, um, these were in the bottom of like buckets and it just said wrestlers two pounds. And they're always the most random mixes in the same bucket. There was like a WCW toy biz Kidman, a Gregory Helms, ruthless aggression figure. Uh, I think there was like an edge, like all of them were like muddy and clearly not clear, but, but no one really ha- knows what they have. Like you get the odd people that know, but to a lot of people, they've probably just either cleared out a, a, an auction high site or you yeah, know they bought kids stuff. Grown up or whatever. Yeah, well, it, it wasn't yeah. even anyone's like that. These these looked like people that traded toys. So whether or not they go to auctions, oh. like I say, buy buy loads from they they just had piles of like cars and stuff like that all over. So it was just a box that had wrestlers on it and um, stuff like that. So you know for for if you're looking for parts and stuff like that places if you're not going to be specific about it and you're going to be open go to a flea market go to a car boot you know have a look around you know if i spent a tenner yesterday i probably could have got 10 pairs of arms you know a few heads some knee pads but bits you know surplus bits but if you're being specific about parts like you know if you like you mentioned earlier adam if you need this specific torso sometimes you just need to bite the bullet and 
get that figure off eBay or get it off of Macari, brand new. Well, you know, the other thing is go on to Facebook groups and stuff like that. There's always people selling like elites on there, you know, whether or not it's a bundle of parts. I mean, I'm part of a customizer Facebook group that sells parts. I mean, I'm probably, and I've seen you do it. I'm sure, Brandon, you list things onto your website and stuff. And that's even something I'm going to start doing as well. You know, we joke about these Batista legs, but people will use them. So start to speak to people in the community if you want parts. Go on Facebook. Just look at these places because there's no one-stop shop for it. There's, yeah. You've, yeah. you've got to... I, 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 have used, uh, I have used Figure Giant when I needed some boots. Yeah. Yeah. Figure Giant, that's, um, a, that's a good one. That's but written by eBay, um, eBay, like, Mad Reapers. Yeah. yeah. eBay is uh, like go to as well. If it's not a, a car boot sell, flea market, if it's not that, and yeah, I'm mostly going on eBay, like looking for a specific part and biting the bullet and having to buy the whole figure, even though I might just want the head or the arm. Mm. Like, and that's, yeah, that's me. I'll ask other people as well, you know, off off the recording, I asked Brandon if he's got a Rey Mysterio torso. Put something on your Instagram before you'd go and pull the figure on buying a whole thing. You never know. One of your mates in this, the community might have it. You know, mm-hmm. Craig the other week was ordering some parts off eBay and he's waiting ages. So I just sent him the same parts that I had. I was like, just pay me back when you've got them come through. Yeah. You know, but by talking to people, you'll get the stuff you need. And Yeah, exactly. It never hurts about story, right? And just ask nah. if anyone has it. And the only other the other thing is that like I'm uh, I'm I'm a hoarder of of fodder. Like my fodder bin is probably rivals some people's collections. Like if you looked at what I had under here, right? How I'm, many? I'm uh, sorry, I'm interrupting. How many JBL legs have you got? <laughs> There's nine pairs currently. Like, oh right. So if you're after nine pairs of JBL legs, you know where to go. <laughs> For, for a brief period, I was, I was very happy because Farmer Brock came back and everyone wanted him. So I was super like, yeah, you could make a, uh, you can make Get a JBL centipede with that pretty much if you, if you needed to. <laughs> I'm, I'm guilty of like, if, if on groups, someone would just post a load of fodder on there and be like 15 pound. I don't even know if I want it, but I was like, I'll take it. And then I'll end yeah. up with like, full of stuff that I'm never going to use. But that one time you need a pair of yellow tights, you're thankful that you decided yeah, to right. scoop up you know it's cheaper than one yeah. figure right when people are knocking out piles of fodder for 20 quid it's like well you know i'm sure i'm going to use more out of it than i'm not so yeah i i need to get rid of my i've got so many jacks bodies just because i've only bought figures for heads and i don't use any of the rest of it um mm. which I, I need to just put that as like a thing on ebay i guess as bulk I, but in my uh, outside storage downstairs i could you not have two boxes probably with 200 plus jack's bodies just sat in there like that are never gonna be and I've, I've made the odd, odd jack's custom and I, I have all the best intent i look at them sometimes like, i'm gonna just use them to do something different in there man they've been sat down there for like two years <laughs> no one wants them adam you can, i tried to give them away mate i was like look just pay for <laughs> shipping on these things and you're gonna have them like and it was like people started messaging me like there's like 200 bodies in there have you got this body this body this body it's like look i'm not taking pictures just pay 10 pounds to have it shipped and find out yourself yeah. or just yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. then you you can deal with this then yeah uh, but, no, but no, i mean you're it. you're the only person like yeah, you, the things you post are quite spread like you post a lot of like other types figure lines and stuff and you know most people i, I see are just AEW and uh mattel really i've got a ton of AEW bodies i've not even touched as well like i'm talking probably so if anyone wants AEW parts hit me up because i've got <laughs> amigas i've got adam pages i've got because I, I tend to buy just bodies and like you say you get mixed fodder in it so 
it all goes yeah. in the one box. And like I said, with all the will in the world, like, I'm going to do an AEW custom. And then I look at it like, that's not what I normally do. And I just don't want to do it. Yeah, I, I avoid them, to be honest. Um, last question is uh, <laughs> from uh, Pain, Pain X Killer says, uh, why do they keep putting lamps with Batista figures? <laughs> that's a good question I don't actually, I don't actually know this like uh, m- maybe there was a thing in- so do you, you, you'll know Brandon I'm sure you'll you'll know this right is it Batista's story that he put out yesterday yeah so it's just basically the first ever you know this as we spoke about earlier the, the ruthless aggression line that, that Mattel are doing is a nod to Jax in a way but also a nod to the era that the figures represent so the first ever single release because this is the thing Jack's accessories didn't make sense. And this is what people need to get mm. out of their heads if you collect Mattel's, right? Jack's was an age where wrestlers come with any random title belt or any random accessory. And as someone who grew up in the Jack's era, I loved the fact you'd randomly get, say, a CD stack or a sign. or Because when you yeah. were having a hardcore match, it may not have made sense at the time that, I don't know, Tommy Dreamer come with a bedpan. But that yeah. time you were doing a hardcore match and you thought, fuck me, I'm going to have Tommy Dreamer L- uh, DDT someone into that bedpan. It made sense. You know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it just added to the whole, so whole thing. It's more so, like uh, the, you know, like the builder figure thing that isn't related to that figure at all. It's just here's an accessory for your accessories. It yeah. doesn't necessarily need to match with the person. Yeah. So at the, at the time, the Batista, the Batista come with a, a lamp. And again, I've, I, th- those are types of accessories I've really enjoyed as a kid. The ones that were slightly... I remember a Titans One Live figure come with an iron. I think it was like a Christian. It was a little iron. And I loved using that in my hardcore match. It's like, oh man, it pulled out the iron. Bang, that was game over yeah. when someone got clubbed to the iron. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's cool. It's a cool accessory to throw in, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. And, and people and, nowadays... Where they where photography is so bigger than it's ever been, and you know, people is it diorama where people do diorama and stuff and backstage mm-hmm. photography, like th- those things can be implemented into the photography. So although it doesn't suit the actual wrestler or the figure, you know, it can relate to you know what customizers do away from actually holding that figure. So I think it's cool. I like it. I don't I don't get why it's in there. But um, yeah, it's just, it's because, and this is what I'm saying. So the ruthless aggression to Batista come with the with the the, the lamp, right? And and it, it didn't a, make sense. Just a nod to that. Homage to that. And and it's the same as the HBK coming with the bell. People, and I guess it's just a different era of collecting, right? If you take it, we talk about the Super Seven figures and this stuff is, like this that. This is going to die. This is sorry, just interject. This is going to die any second, by the way. Yeah. Uh, basically to cut a long story <laughs> short before we lose the end of this podcast right it doesn't make sense it's a nod to the jacks figures what they were before be happy you're getting a free accessory rather than 10 more pairs of hands right end of the line <laughs>